Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Stella Ray Herself podcast. As always, don't forget to share a screenshot or an aesthetic pic or boomerang or video on your Instagram story and tag me. I would love to see what you guys think um, and your aesthetics. And you know, if you have a pet cat, I would love to see them. <laughs> and yeah, I just had to restart this because quick story time. Sat down to record, checked my email right before, and I got an email from my apartment building that said there was gunshots on the front street, so they're, the police are, like, blocking off the main entrance. I was like, interesting. Like, I've just been in my apartment, you know, like, preparing, FaceTiming, bougie billy, and like, oh, I didn't know that was going on. Um, so there was, like, some traffic sounds. I did not hear any sirens or anything, but I had to restart because there was just, like, two many i don't really like to cut the podcast if i don't have to um but you know if i'm like if there's sirens really loud noises or i'm just taking too long to get to the next topic like thinking it's like i'll cut it um but yeah it was just too much so we're starting over but i honestly feel better about my decision (laughs) life in the big city am i right um comment if you're watching this on youtube comment down below what city you live in and how you like living there um i was like doing some errands this weekend just like kind of walking around and I was just like damn I really I really just miss New York or like I don't know even watching Emily in Paris which I did finish season two I was just like damn I miss Paris like I miss you know the European cities that I have been to where and New York was like the closest thing I've felt to that in the United States Um, but just that vibe like of people actually walking around and so many roads are pedestrian friendly and like shops are meant for people not cars um and there's actually this tiktok account if i can find it because i don't remember his at at all like he'll just like come up on my free page sometimes i think i follow him so i'll try to find it but he's in la and he makes it's actually so fascinating he makes all these videos about just like city laws and like housing and different just different like stupid things that exist in LA like um the reason LA is such a sprawl is that so many I think it's like over 80 percent of housing has to be single family homes um and you can't have so that means you can't have like apartment buildings over businesses which is how you know most of the regular world works and then it's like you can just walk down to the local shop walk here and But no, they have to have single-family homes, which just means one house, one house, one house, and you have to drive everywhere, and the roads are not made for people to walk, and it's just the worst. I'm like, yeah, I literally hate it. Um, So, like, where I live, it's probably the closest thing I could get to that in LA, but it's just, like, not enough. And it's just, like, ugh. And then I just saw this tweet of, like, someone I follow who was visiting LA, and they were like, Every time I come back to LA, I just I'm so grateful for how much better every other city downtown is. It's like, literally, it's like disgusting. So it's just interesting. I don't know. Just quick reflection. Um, if you don't drive, raise your hand. Just like ew, bro. I don't want that lifestyle. Like I like taking a quaint walk to the shops. <laughs> anyway, hopefully we can do some more traveling this year. Um, yeah, wow, dude. So how has your first couple weeks of the new year, new month been? Um, I still feel on a good, like, I feel good. I guess I feel momentum. I don't feel so, oh my god, new year, new me. But I'm sure after the retrograde, things will feel a lot like, oh, new vibes, you know? (laughs) Because it's Venus retrograde right now. And I think at the time of this podcast going up, Mercury will be retrograde. So y'all know the deal. Um, Venus, we already talked about Venus retrograde, I think, in a recent podcast. Because it's been retrograde since December. Uh, But Venus is the planet of love, relationships. So when that's retrograde, you know, we're going to be reevaluating our values and things around those aspects of our life. So when Mercury is retrograde, Mercury is the planet of communication, technology, things like that. Um, so when it's a retrograde, you know, the planet appears to be traveling backwards 
around the earth um so we might have difficulties or troubles or just it might feel a little annoying things might not flow as smoothly things related to communication you know you might get the date wrong of something um old things might old like people or just like circumstances may come up old issues um and you may be reevaluating them or gain a new perspective and especially y'all know on instagram especially i talk all the time not all the time but you know i'll be like oh did you guys have any tbts come back like which tbts have come back this retrograde um something i i've read this once i have definitely said this before but i think it's just a good reminder for these retrograde time of years just because somebody comes back into your life that doesn't mean that's a sign that they need to be in your life again like sometimes i feel like people come back or even like if you if it's a new person but they have a lot of the same traits as like an ex or like someone who used to be friends with or you know someone who's no longer in your life um it can be an opportunity to reevaluate you know okay well what attracted me to this person or why didn't this work out or whatever and i mean that's not to say that it's always going to be a no like sometimes you may i don't know you might realize something and maybe you do end up back together and decide to give it another shot like but just being sure that you're like being reasonable like don't get back with a dumb ass okay bitch i'm watching you <laughs> um so yeah also just on the topic of that, no, y'all know I've talked a lot on this podcast about boundaries and really sticking up for yourself, learning how to stick up for yourself and put your own needs and wants first. And I think this example or this topic is a really great example of that, um, you know, if a guy, if anybody, but just because someone wants to be in your life again, that doesn't mean that you have to agree or be like, okay, yeah, like, let's reconvene, let's give it a shot. Um, and I know a lot of the times, at least for me, but I know a lot of people will relate. It's not like, you know, when faced with a situation like this, it's not like I will consciously be thinking, well, they want me back in their life. I don't, um, but I'm going to put their needs before mine and give it a shot. You know, so often it shows up in ways like, oh, well, you know, like I know for me, this has happened multiple times. Someone will ask me out or like, I don't know, want to take me on a date and I don't feel 100% about them, but I've kind of realized that I... My brain will disguise, I don't know, maybe discomfort or like I'll, I'll basically talk myself out of feeling like, oh, this is a no. Like I'll be like, well, what if this is, you know, meant to be? Or like, am I being too picky? Like there's no harm in just giving them a shot. Or like, what's the harm of just going on one date? But my original gut feeling was like, I'm not really interested in that. I'm like, mm. but it just wasn't almost loud enough for me to really pay attention to it and like you know sometimes you go on the date and it's fine but then later on it's like I'll realize oh there was actually this little red flag or like oh I just didn't honestly really like them or like they're actually kind of annoying or like oh they have actually some major red flags you know um so for me a big thing has been picking up on like the little cues my brain gives me like if I start thinking like oh, well, what if, like, I think later down the line, like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I had gone on that date when I didn't want to at first. Like, it's like, well, do you actually, is that an actual concern or fear of yours? Or are you just uncomfortable to tell them no and, like, you actually don't feel the same way as them, you know? So just kind of checking in with yourself. Um... And same for if a TBT just reaches out and is like, hey, how have you been? Or like, just tries to come back in your life some way. And, you know, I don't know, maybe you know they're not the person for you. You know they're a bad person. Maybe they're toxic. You don't need to reply. Like, you don't owe them anything. Because sometimes I would, if someone came back, I would be like, well, I want to be polite. I don't just want to not reply. So I'll just be like... I'll just be dry. I just won't like really engage, but I'm still going to reply. And it's like, that's still putting 
energy into it so you can just honestly not reply if you don't feel like replying you don't have to reply and that is like truly being honest with yourself (laughs) and obviously take this with a grain of salt and like every situation is different and maybe sometimes the best thing to do is like hear somebody out but I know especially a lot of the time with um straight men that maybe you once dated or had a situation with or even a relationship um a lot of the times I, you know, I feel comfortable saying a blanket statement of like, just, if you don't want to reply, don't reply. And maybe, it may be a little different, like with a friend or like, I don't know. I think the thing is like recognizing in yourself when you're resisting confrontation or like, I don't know if an ex-friend reaches out and wants to talk, are you like scared to be honest and vulnerable and talk about maybe a situation that didn't go down well? Or are you genuinely like, you know, I know that this isn't going to go anywhere and I just would rather not put any effort or like energy towards it, you know? Um, And I think it just takes a lot of reflection and going back to times where like, like situations that have already fully happened. So like with the dating thing, Every time I've thought, I haven't been like 100% enthusiastic about seeing somebody or going on a date with somebody, but I went anyway, it's never ended up well. So now I know, like, okay, I can think, like if someone asked me on a date today and I just was not 100% about it, I would think back to the last time that happened where I did, in fact, go on the date and I would like just think about how I felt. Like, okay, the immediate feeling when they asked me out, I just feel like, ugh, like my heart kind of drops. I'm just like, ugh. But then I start talking myself out of it. Like, oh, no, well, you should go. It's, it, if anything, you just go get out of the house. Like, oh. And then, you know, you're on the date. Sometimes I would not even recognize the red flags until, like, a few days after the date. And I feel like so often that can just be, um, you're like, your body just trying to get you through. But then I'll, like, be in the shower. And I'll just have a little thought pop into my brain. Like, do you remember when they said this? Or, like... And it's, like, not a paranoia feeling or, like, I'm thinking really, I'm thinking hard about it or stressing about it. It's just, like, oh, that actually made me feel like this. Or, like, that actually made me uncomfortable or that actually made me... And then now, then it's, like, now I have to deal with saying no to them the next time they ask me out. And they already think I'm interested because I went the first time. So why did I just not listen to myself right away? You see the point. Um, Or, like, with... I don't know, with French, I feel like, okay, this is a, this is what I've really learned. I feel like first, not necessarily first impressions or everything, but first feelings, you know, like, okay, maybe, because I think it is true, you know, the day you meet someone, maybe they're having an off day or maybe their outfit just wasn't that cute that day because it was laundry day. Like there's those type of things that's like, okay, it doesn't really matter, but the way you feel around someone for the first time. And it, sometimes it's so subtle you can barely even tell. Like if, I don't know, maybe you met like a sociopath and, you know, or a guy that turned out to be very abusive. But when you first met them, they were so charming and like nice and just oh, everyone was so in awe of them. And you felt swept away by them too. And you're like, oh my God, it's this I have this magical feeling I've never felt with anyone like it's actually just they're like psychotic (laughs) um but it's like you can go back to like the genuine feeling like is it dis-ease is it uncomfortable is it like mm, like you can kind of tell something's off about this person even though they're putting on this like grand performance and like everyone is shook by them like so that's kind of been like something (laughs) that's kind of been something i've worked on have been working on it's still like an active process but just like learning to trust my intuition and trust myself but actually breaking it down into like how to do that because I feel like you know we hear that sometimes but we don't always know what it means like what how do I distinguish intuition from just my anxiety brain you know and I think we just really need to listen to our bodies um you guys know I talked last podcast about the book My Body by Emily Ratajkowski and towards the end um, she's like writing about 
um, an appointment with her therapist and her therapist was like trying to get her to do this exercise where I think she was throwing like a glass bottle on a wall or something to like, you know, relieve anger to just like push anger out because she the therapist had asked her like how do you deal with your anger and she was just like I don't um so she's like kind of she feels stupid she's throwing the bottle at this wall it's not breaking and then the therapist was like think about someone you have a lot of anger towards or like someone who you just really despise so she thought about it you know took a moment visualized whatever she didn't say what she visualized but then she threw the bottle and it broke finally and the therapist was like see the body knows so that's the difference like if you think about something or someone and your body has a reaction like oh i feel that in my stomach or like i get the creeps or like yeah like your heart drops your stomach drops whatever those saying is um whatever you like feel that is like something to kind of lean into and trust versus I feel like, you know, even though I can have physical symptoms of like anxiety or like stress, it's like those thoughts just kind of feel like thoughts like bouncing around versus like an actual like my body trying to tell me like something is off about this or I'm not comfortable or like, no. And I, it's just like, let me know if you were late. Um, what was the point of that? The point was to not text back TBTs if they give you a bad feeling. Also, I've learned, you know, sometimes it's just better to not engage because sometimes I know we have that curiosity of like, oh, what do they want? What do they want to, what are they going to say? Or like, what's going to come of this? But then it's like, okay, well, they want, if someone is texting you, if someone from the past is texting you, they want something from you, they want you back in, I mean, not always. Sometimes, you know, if someone genuinely wants to apologize or talk about a situation or make things right you will probably be able to tell the difference. <laughs> but just that vibe, especially bros, especially bros. Um, you know, they're like, hey, how have you been? Like, I just really miss you. I fucked up so bad. It's like, do I want to deal with that again? No. So I'm not going to put any energy into even replying because it's like, if I'm replying, that's they're going to take that as an invitation to like, move forward or like yeah we're like one step closer to actually being reunited or like having each other in each other's lives again and it's like if i don't want that i'm not gonna put anything towards that so there's your pep talk i guess kind of don't reply to the disgusting tbt so comment down below if you if you're watching this on youtube but if you feel so inclined um what's a time you realized your intuition was talking to you and I guess like what did that feel like in your body that's it's always like the next day or a couple days after I'm like wait so the goal and this is like what I've been working on um is to sync up my body and mind so that I recognize when I'm uncomfortable or like realize something that makes me feel just like oh this isn't for me in the moment instead of like a few days later. I mean, it can like definitely be hard because um, sometimes your body tells you something and you just, I don't know, like I'm usually not, sometimes your body will tell you something in the moment but you don't even realize that what it, like that it's even telling you something or like what it is it's telling you or whatever. Um, so that's when things like yoga can really help because you're, coordinating and like aligning your mind and body that's kind of like the point like, oh this actually is helpful <laughs> oh this isn't just like a fun accessory workout like this is actually like helping me in my interpersonal relationships like oh um and just like coming back to your breath like syncing your breath with your movement and with your body you know you can do that in working out as well it just makes it makes the workout so much better but then it's like teaching you to be aware of how your body feels and when you're paying attention to your breath it's like sinking with your body it's like that's your mind you're sinking with your body because that's what you're paying attention to bro so let me know if you've ever experienced that um but yeah also we have a little espresso today y'all i've really been trying to do less coffee I have been drinking beef 
broth, beef bone broth in the morning. It's only been like a week, so I can't really say if it's done anything crazy. But I definitely want to keep doing that. I kind of need to get groceries. I'm like at that stage where I could, but I also could go, but I just won't be able to, like I don't have any really fun foods in the house except for like some candy, but that's not really like substantial. So I really want to get Mexican food from this place. Oh my God, I keep ordering. <laughs> I've ordered it like four times now, which I don't know. I just don't, like I'll definitely get in certain moods with a food, <laughs> but I have not really found any restaurants on like delivery apps that I really, really love, especially recently. Um, And this food was like crazy. Like the first time I got my specific order, it's like this, what even is it? It's like this chili lime or like chipotle lime chicken with like beans and rice. And the beans and rice are so good. And it comes with tortillas on the side and like guac and pico. And then I also got fries and the fries were like literally the best fries ever. And then it also came with chips. And then I also got two tacos. And then, oh my God, I think I put it in a vlog, but bro, it was so good. Like I have not been that shocked by food in so long. So I'm kind of thinking about doing that today, but I don't know. We'll see if I like deserve it, you know? <laughs> um, but can I just say this past Sunday, I had such a good clean with me. Like I had just had the perfect Sunday. I woke up, I went to Target pretty much right away. Um, and that's when I was like walking, kind of thinking about my life. Like, um, I wish there was more bitches walking right now. Got a, like, kind of restocked on some cleaning items. Let me know, are you a chemical cleaner or are you a vinegar cleaner? Because I definitely grew up in the natural cleaning products, in a natural, just like a natural product home period, which, um, and it would be funny because sometimes I would, like, go to the regular grocery store. Like, it wasn't a Kroger, but they... I, kind of the same vibe. I don't even know if Kroger owns them, but I would go there like only with my dad. And sometimes we'd get like a chemical product. Like <laughs> I just always had to like go with my dad, but overall, like very natural. Like my mom would clean with vinegar, you know, sometimes we would get Windex, but that was like crazy. She'd be like, well, you could just do it with like the vinegar. <laughs> I, like, I don't want to smell the vinegar. Like, I'm sorry. Um, I still get a lot of natural products, you know, especially with like more body products. I try to be natural. Anyway, I think it's also the pandemic, but I just love like a chemical. I love a bleach. I love the smell of bleach. I love like a good Mr. Clean floor cleaner. I want to make sure it's clean. I think it's especially with the pandemic. You know, I just really want to make sure everything's disinfected and yeah, but I'm not using that stuff like every day. And then I have my just normal like household cleaners throughout the week but anyway I restocked on my chemicals and did all my laundry washed my sheets it was just like finally a good clean because I wasn't here last weekend like I got back on Monday so it was my first Sunday of the new year oh my god and then I got some work done I took like a mini nap then I watched Euphoria, and then I took a bath in my clean tub and watched old Kardashians, like season three, I think, maybe season two, season four, one of the early seasons, um, and I slept so good. I read my book even before bed. It was just like the perfect Sunday, um, and I just love that. So let me know, are you a chemical cleaner or not? There were, Okay, there. this is where it gets overboard. There was this girl... There was just, I don't even know who it was. It, I only saw one TikTok on my For You page. Like, it was probably almost two years ago at this point. But she, oh, it just gave me a headache. It was like a clean with me video. But the amount of, I think what the, I think what it was. She, first of all, she used so many different chemical cleaning products. <laughs> and it's like, you really don't need that much. And when, I don't know if she was mixing them. But, you know, when you mix cleaners, like, you can literally die. So, but I think what it was is she just had so many different, like, like, you know, the Febreze sprays. She had, like, the regular ones, but then also ones specifically for the upholstery. And then just all these, like, Glade 
plugins or like something like that. And it was just like, the video gave me a headache. Like, and it's so funny because my mom would always talk about that. Like, I remember my first perfume or like, you know, body spray. It was probably, I know I had one from Hollister and that one was like so potent. And then I had one of the little like pink Victoria's Secret ones and like the rectangle with like the pink bottom and like the turquoise lid. I would still wear that today. That honestly, well, I don't know. I just remember it smelled really good. And my mom would be like, oh my God, those chemical scents are giving me a headache. You guys need to stop. You're disgusting. I mean, my sister would always make fun of her, but now I'm literally like that. Like with my scents, like I have my lavender essential oil over there right now. And I have my beeswax candle. Like sometimes I'll, any candle, like it just has to be a nice, normal scent. Even with my perfumes, you know, I like natural, like sandalwood smelling ones. Like I don't like anything too just fake smelling like I don't know um and I guess that's like good but it's just like also kind of annoying but yeah that TikTok I swear gave me a headache like most clean with me is you know even if they're using the chemical cleaning products it's like oh yes I know it smells so fresh and clean in there and just like Love to see it, you know, even if they light their candle at the end, it's not a Glade plug-in at every outlet with 30 different Febreze sprays, and I know there was more. Like, it was, like, to the point where the comments were full of people being like, girl, like, you don't need that much, like, (laughs) what smells so bad that you're trying to cover up? Like, dude, (laughs) like, I'm getting a headache just thinking about it. Like, oh my god, it was actually horrifying. So, that's my life, but anyway... (laughs) Before we get to the next, oh, I feel like today I had a lot of like little topics, but I have kind of one main topic kind of, but before we get to that, I wanted to talk about my new book I started, y'all. Are you proud of me or what? Some of you who follow me on Goodreads, and by the way, I just use Goodreads to track my books. So if you're looking for like, oh, I can't wait to read Stella Ray's essays about every book she's ever read, that's not what's on there. Like I just will log the books. And even last year, I was not good at that. Like, so I'm trying to get better because I really do want to try to read at least one book a month this this year. And I'm pretty well stocked. I have three books ready to go after this. So that's at least three months, hopefully less. Hopefully I read more than one book a month. Like I have in January because I read My Body in two days. <laughs> this is called Three Women by Lisa Tadeo. And it's so funny. You guys are going to LOL. It was a number one New York Times bestseller, but I don't know if you remember Kelsey from High School Musical. You may be thinking, what are you, what are you talking about? Kelsey from High School Musical, I don't know what inspired me to look her up, but this was like last year. Um, I just looked at the actress's IG. I don't know why. I think because she was kind of a main character, but like, I don't know. I feel like she was never really at the level of like you know Vanessa Hudgens or Ashley Tisdale like I just never really heard much about her after the movies so I don't know why she popped into my head one day but I decided to look her up and I was like damn I I specifically tweeted like I want to be friends with her because her IG was like very aesthetic and she had all these different books um I don't know if it was one post with a bunch of different books or like she kind of posted books like throughout her whole IG but I was like she seems woke she seems like an intelligent young woman so proud but this was one of the books like I remember writing down a bunch of the books that she had on one of these photos and this was one of them (laughs) so now I'm finally reading it so thank you so much High School Musical for supplying me with this knowledge um but this is a novel is it a novel I think it's based it is about three women I think it's a based on three actual women based on eight years of immersive research yeah so it's kind of like novel vibes but i guess kind of based on true vibes today this is from new this is from the new york times Tadeo spent a decade immersed in the sex lives of three ordinary american women the result is the most in-depth look at the female sex drive and all its accompanying social emotional reproductive and anthropological implications that's been published in decades um and yeah it is really good and it was kind of a great read 
right after my body, which, you know, is kind of a memoir. I mean, I guess it is a memoir, right? I mean, it's not a memoir in the sense of like, it's not an autobiography, but it's like memoir vibes, <laughs> you know? Um, just a lot of the same kind of themes, you know, sex, body objectification, interactions with men, um, just a lot of really relatable topics. And I'm about a third of the way through. And so it kind of goes like there's a chapter about one of the women, next woman, next woman, and then it goes back to the first woman. And it's funny because as I'm reading, I'll be like, you know, so immersed in whichever story it is. And then I, it's like, oh, time for the next woman. And I'm like, Ugh, I don't even care about her anymore. Like, she's boring. Like, I just want to keep reading about this one. But then I start reading it. I'm like, oh my God, no, this one's so good. <laughs> so they're, again, they're all like, it's obviously three different women, three different stories and experiences, but there's just a lot of coexisting themes. Um, and I'm excited to keep reading it. Like, this is something I have actively been reading pretty much every day, you know? Like, it's actually, I want to say entertaining, but that sounds like, like, it's not like super lighthearted or anything, but it's like pretty easy to read, which to me tells me that it's actually of interest and immersive. So let me know if you've read it or if you want to start reading it. Um, and yeah, I know a lot of you like when I talk about books, so I'm not even going to ask, should I keep talking about my books? Because I am going to, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I will also track them on Goodreads so you can keep track of them <laughs> there as well, if you wish. Um, not really like book club vibes because I just honestly that sounds like a lot of pressure but it's like if you want to also read it and let me know what you think let me know yeah so I guess it is nonfiction. I don't know but it's really good I'm excited to read it today so would recommend I will link it down below I got it on thrift books so I'll link it there but I'll also put the Amazon link boom so I wanted to talk about today being present and more specifically in the sense of when we're stressed out, how can we not feel that? I was doing a poll on my IG this morning about, you know, just kind of a check-in, like, how do you feel, like, do you, are you still feeling the New Year's vibes? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know how I do, you know I love an IG story poll. And one of the questions I put was, have you been more stressed out since the pandemic and for a while it was a hundred percent yes and this girl even messaged me and was like um the fact that it's a hundred percent yes like we need to have a team meeting about this and I was like yes we do so I because bro I've definitely been feeling like just more stressed out in general like I don't always feel like my baseline is just like happy and chill like I just <laughs> that sounds kind of like dark not in like a cry for help way but just I don't know I just feel way more stressed out these days like, ugh, like I feel like little things can get me more stressed out now and I think it's just because we have this overlaying vibe of like the world's ending and like there's just not really a support system in the sense of like I don't know I just feel like there's not really strong leadership in this world right now because it's just corrupt and like you know people at the top don't care about the people care about money they care about jet they care about private island so i think what really helps me and i'm not saying that in a sense of like oh yeah well i'm cured this is what has helped me it's like this is what helps me because especially when i'm and i know a lot of you have gone back into lockdown low-key lucky um but i feel like you know when i'm just in the house by myself for too long i can definitely tend to overthink and just feel really stressed out even though it's like i'm in my house chilling like bitch I'm running a bubble bath for myself I should not feel like this anxiety but sometimes I just do so what's helped me what helps me is actively taking time to rest and recharge and I guess practice self-care you know because and this is kind of like what I was talking about in the last episode of 2021 like when I was talking about breaking habits or cycles, for example, sometimes I'll think, oh, I'm taking a break from work or like I'm taking a break from just thinking by scrolling on TikTok. And sometimes 
that's just a great quick little relief and I can go back to what I'm doing and it's like fine. But you know when you're just getting that scroll loop and it's like you're not even enjoying what you're looking at and it's just like you're just you just keep scrolling. It's like nothing is entertaining you, nothing's funny, and it's just like, uh And it's like it's not the algorithm bitch, it's you. <laughs> like it's not like nothing's funny today. It's like none of this is just amusing me. Um so it's times like that when I'm like, okay, I actually think I need a break because obviously like I'm not doing something quote unquote, quote unquote productive. Like it's not like I feel like working right now or going to the gym. So like I must need a break. Like this is most likely my body telling me I need to chill. So let me actively take time to check in with myself and ask like, what do I actually need right now? Like, am I feeling lonely? Like, do I need to call a friend or make plans with a friend? Am I feeling tired? Like sometimes I just need to lay down for a little bit and sometimes it seems very like impractical or like, oh, lazy. Like, oh, it's like, I don't know, like maybe later today I'll feel like that. And I'm like, oh, I should probably lay down for a little bit. But it's like, oh, it's a Monday. Like I should be productive. Like I want to be on the grind. And it's like, okay, but you'll be able to more fully like be productive and like feel good if you actively take time to rest. And I feel like it's like, it's not a waste of time because if you're just to constantly push yourself through whatever it is you have to do, whether it's like working or studying or the gym even, it's like the quality of your work or your workouts or whatever is just going to decrease so much versus if you just take, I don't know, a couple days off from the gym or you take 30 minutes in the middle of the day to take a little nap, like the rest of your day or your next workout or whatever is going to be so much more invigorating because you actually took time to like rest and I remember really learning that you know like actually physically from that example of working out like 2017 when I first started going to the gym regularly and like was learning about lifting and things like that I was just really excited at that time so like I would never really take days off because I just was so enthusiastic I you know I wanted to build my butt like I was just like yes we need to go like it felt wrong to take a day off And then I just remember feeling so tired and just having the worst workouts like a few days in a row. And I remember telling this to Sonia, who I lived with at the time. And she was like, well, you should have you rested. Like she did cross country in high school. And like, you know, she knows the facts. She was like, well, you need to rest, bitch. And I was like, oh, my God, I never even thought of that. So I just remember taking like I think it was a couple days off. And then my next workout was so much better. And I was like, wow, that's really all I needed. But that same kind of. I don't know mindset can be applied to really anything um and it's hard because you know we live in a society <laughs> but you know we do live in this world where the grind is so normalized um and even if you're not following those you know alpha male pages which i hope the fuck you're not <laughs> at least you're also listening to this so maybe like balance <laughs> but you know, even like, I don't know, maybe watching my story of my three beverages at 5am would be like some, maybe some days that's motivating to someone and maybe some days that's like, it feels like, uh, yeah, I should do that. Or like, uh, and I know because sometimes for me, like watching someone's story when they're at the gym, when it's like my off day or I'm tired that day, it's like disheartening, you know, it's not motivating. It's disheartening. Um, And that's just like a little way where we're like, it's okay. It's not like I'm like reading a tweet that's like, yeah, grind. I'll sleep when I'm dead. But it's like, uh, yeah, like, wow, they're at the gym. Like, I should probably be doing that too. And it's like, bitch, you're allowed to chill and take a rest. Like, you actually need to. Um, So that's something that is very important. And same thing with yoga. I actually have not done yoga these past couple of days. I'm behind on the yoga with Adrian Journey. Full disclosure. Um... But, you know, sometimes I would, like, stretch after the gym, but it was kind of a half-assed stretch. Like, I would take out my yoga mat, but I would, like, be on my phone. Sometimes I would, like, FaceTime people, and sometimes that's fine. But if my goal is to actually build a yoga practice where I'm, like, taking time to fully enjoy the benefits of yoga and not just, like, oh, I want to stretch, you know, my hips while I talk to a friend or, like, watch TikTok. Um, and, again, sometimes I do that, and that's fine, but, like, if I want to build a practice, I have to actively, like, consciously, mindfully put my phone on do not disturb, set the mood, and actively, like, 
how many times can I say that? Be in the moment in my body and like focus on what I need to focus on. Um, so let me know what you think about that. <laughs> um, I found this article from Positive Psychology. Yeah, given the fast-paced and hectic schedules most of us keep, a base level of anxiety, stress, and unhappiness is the new norm. You may not even realize it, but this tendency to get sucked into the past and the future can leave you perpetually worn out and feeling out of touch with yourself. Living in the present moment is the solution to a problem you may not have known you had. So... Wait... Using present moment awareness to stop worrying. Raise your hand if you are a worrier. Also, I hear this like buzzing sound and I hope it's not affecting. Oh, God. (laughs) Cultivate. So this is what they say to do. Cultivate unselfconsciousness. Let go and stop thinking about your performance. Okay, that's kind of... It's like I get it, but sometimes tips like that can be a little hard. Like it reminds me of like, trust your intuition. It's like, how the fuck do I do that? Like... It's like an idea, but it's not really like a step-by-step, like actual something to practice, you know, unless you know what it means. I don't know. Anyway, number two, practice savoring. Avoid worrying about the future by fully experiencing the present. So that could look like chewing your food more, you know, or like sometimes, I guess this is kind of like mindfulness, but like with me with coffee, sometimes I have to ask myself, like recently I've been trying to do this, like. I'm like, oh, I go to make a coffee. It's like I ask myself, do I actually feel like I need that right now? Or do I just want, am I just used to the habit of it? Or do I just want the vibe of like a warm beverage? Um, Number three, focus on your breath. Yes, bitch. Allow mindfulness to make you more peaceful and smooth. Oh, and smooth your interactions with others. Great. Yeah, but focusing on your breath really helps. Number four, find your flow make the most of your time by losing track of it that's when creative projects can really be helpful um and just doing well i'm gonna get to that but sometimes like painting or like even when i was taking off my nails the other day i it was just like i was so in the moment that i really i don't know it was almost like a meditation like it was relaxing (laughs) um also sudoku for me such a good like nervous system regulator because i'm just so in the moment like flow state like just (laughs) doing my little puzzle um yeah sorry the camera keeps shutting off also like i need a new camera improve your ability to accept move towards what is bothering you rather than denying or running away from it Mm -hmm. enhance your engagement work on reducing moments of mind mindlessness and noticing new things to improve your mindfulness. And then they have another section, using yoga to connect with the present moment. Yep. As yoga teacher and enthusiast Kelly Yokely says, the path to presence is through our mind-body connection. Our path is through our breath. The breath is always the here and now. It is the ultimate present moment. Our breath is our constant connection to the here and now, and our presence is rooted in its flow. Ah, five exercises to strengthen present moment awareness. Do a mindful body scan, starting at your toes, working your way up, and just like relaxing all those areas of your body. And I will link this article below if you want to read it in depth, but I'm just kind of like going over it. Write in a journal or morning pages. There goes that buzzing sound, turning off finally. Let me know if you do morning pages. My family does. I never really started. I tried it once and I just was like, I honestly okay so sorry I know like I don't know my mom says it's something that seems so on brand for me it's just like I feel like I just I don't feel like adding any more things to my routine (laughs) I can only do so much okay like bro I'm just one thing at a time I'm trying to do this yoga like with that being said when I do journal it is helpful but I just (laughs) yep so sorry so sorry to be off brand. Okay, visualize your daily goals. <laughs> it's like if you have anxiety, like 
See yourself undertaking each goal and completing each goal today. Get as much detail as you can in your visualization so it feels real and within your reach. I think the thing with that is, like, like I said, how high anxiety. Like, sometimes when I have to do something, it's like I'll just be thinking about it for, like, all the days before I have to go do it. But I think what they mean by this or, like, what I could do differently is, like, imagining myself completing, I don't know, whatever it is I have to do. Um, Or, like... I don't know, the end goal. Like, sometimes I have to go do something or it's like a beauty appointment and it's just like, oh, I don't feel like sitting there for an hour or multiple hours. Like, uh. But then it's like, well, I... Then I get the benefit of having my hair done or doing this or like, if I'm scared to fly, so often it helps to like, think of what I'm going to do after my flight. And it's like, instead of just being this block, like, oh my God. I'm just going to be in that moment forever and it's never going to end. Or like, oh my God, I'm just anticipating so much. It's like, time's going to go by either way. I've probably done this before. If I haven't done it before, it's like, oh, a fun new experience. Yay. <laughs> and it's like, what am I going to do after this? Or, oh, now I get to enjoy the benefit of sitting there or whatever. So I think that's helpful. Visualizing completing your tasks, not just the tasks, but finishing them. Take a mindful nature walk. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to not make fun of this. Like, I'm really not. Because this is a really helpful thing. But I'm just like, take a mindful walk through the treacherous streets of downtown LA. <laughs> just kidding. Taking a walk outside is very helpful. Walking in the city is a good time. Um, But yeah, making it mindful. So, you know, hearing the sounds, breathing in the fresh air, etc. Conduct a mindful review of your day. To help, or it can be easy to get tired and worn out by the end of the day and let things slip. To help you keep that mindful tone at the end of the day, try this exercise. Towards the end of your day, perhaps after you finish all of your must-dos for the day or right before heading to bed, take a few minutes to do a review of your day. Think back to the start of your day and remember your mindfulness exercise that kicked it all off. Think about how it made you feel. Think through the rest of your day, being sure to note any particularly mindful moments or memorable events. Take stock of your mood as you move through your daily routine. One of my goals this year, um, I guess you could say goals, but is just, or something I try to let go of from the year before is monotony. Because if you know me, bitch, I get very stuck in my routine. And while I think that's a strong um, trait in a lot of ways, it can also leave me feeling sometimes like, bored or even lonely or just not really excited or like passionate about life and I think that also goes into like not really feeling creative which I don't really feel like that right now I'm actually like on a roll I feel currently with like content and stuff like I feel I do feel excited but just in terms of day-to-day life like I can get very stuck in the routine again it's not always a bad thing but um I think mindfulness can help a lot with that because it's like even if I don't necessarily do anything drastically different in my day it's like the feeling of it will be different if I'm you know appreciating different parts of it and I think that was a big theme for a lot of people in 2020 and maybe it is still for you now you know um just in general but especially you know when you are in lockdown um you are spending a lot more time at home or even if you know now you're working from home or doing school from home and you didn't used to before it's like sometimes harder to find different exciting things throughout the day because it's like okay I wake up in my home I do what I have to do in my home and then I go to sleep in my home (laughs) so you have to again like make time to like leave the house try a new coffee shop just go on a walk take a different route etc um it doesn't always have to be like crazy things or like even spending money but it's just your mindset with that being said another one of my goals for this year was to try a new restaurant bar or coffee shop per month i feel like per month is reasonable per week it's like sometimes it can add up or like honestly sometimes you just don't have time but i did already try one this month i went to pump which is lisa vanderpump's restaurant it was actually really cute there wasn't too many people there so we had this whole back section to ourselves which was i just really added to the vibe um but yeah i would go back i liked it so yeah, we can't cross that off the list. Like, what's going to be the next one? Anyway, let me know 
thoughts on mindfulness? Is it something that you would like to practice more of? Um, do you feel like your days can get pretty monotonous throughout the regular, you know, work school week or not? Nah? It's interesting because sometimes topics like this, it's like, it just feels kind of, it's like, okay, we've done that. And it's funny because it reminds me also of yoga, especially like yoga with Adrian's videos where when she says things like, okay, we're going to do downward dog. And like some of you have done downward dog a million times. It's like not a new thing, but try to find something this time around that you've never noticed before. Or like pretend like this is your first time doing it. Um, and the same can be true. I feel like for some of these ideas like mindfulness or like practicing positivity, not in like a fake positive way, but like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Hopefully. Um, because I just feel like, I don't know, probably 2016 and before I was super into like just, you know, reading all the spiritual books, the four agreements, the power of now, reading things about mindfulness and whatever. And I just feel like, okay, I learned what I need to learn from that moving on. And that's not like, obviously I still do yoga meditation. Like it's still something I try and practice, but like to read, not, it's not like I've never read this, but to read things again about it, it kind of reminds me. And it's like, I am a different person now. I'm like, I've grown in a lot of ways. So sometimes I will have a fresh perspective on some of these topics that I feel like I already I don't know, know so much about it. Like, oh, I already read all the main books about it or like whatever, you know? So it's kind of interesting. So let me know, I guess, if you like when I talk about that kind of stuff. Anyway, yeah, that's the vibe. How does anyone get anything done throughout the day? Like, seriously. Bro, the days just go by so fast. Anyway, I think that's all I'm going to talk about today. Yeah, I kind of feel like this episode was all over the place, but hopefully you gained something from it or related in some way. I really would like to read your thoughts about anything we discussed today. You can also message me on IG. I'd love to hear your guys' feedback. And it's just, that's, I feel like what makes our community so strong is that we all go through such similar things. And like, I just love when we can share those experiences or like our own lessons we've learned or whatever thank you guys so much for listening don't forget to share on your ig story so i can repost you and i will talk to you guys next week bye everyone